0: Ladies, and uh, no, that's uh, wrong. I don't wanna, I'm afraid of uh, sexualizing anyone with any kind of like anyone, any human being out there. Please help me. We are back on radio.
1: Hello, 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 hello.
0: The bipolar circle and the birthday show, second edition. We are still uh, locked in a corona lockdown in a small mountain. Cowboy City, uh, here in Oaxaca, Mexico, where we are doing our podcast from. I'm Tommy. I'm Leona. We uh, will speak in our broken English to you about our experience and our journey through Fuck Forest and life in general.
1: We are now in Mexico, a huge country.
0: In this show, we're going to talk a little bit about manzana podrida. That means the rotten apple for you that don't know Spanish. And it's our ecological project, financed by money from pornography, made by fuckforforest.org. Uh, we are now on the ground, digging in the earth, trying to create a new lifestyle after living our life in sex, drugs, and ecology sinful as hell, funny as shit, also divine and uh, beautiful like God.
1: We are not really digging in dirt right now, we left the dirt behind again to sit in front of computers inside, in a dusty cowboy city.
0: Yeah, for you to be able to inform you people listening to this, we have left our ecological paradise to sit down in a cowboy city to do this podcast for you. In these times of Corona now, it seems like also Trump has got coronavirus uh, and people are thinking, should they hide their face or should they not? Something that seems like if there is a virus, maybe it's good to hide it, but there's no virus right now that just comes out of your body. So at least let us take our clothes off and be naked and we can wear that fucking mask as a compensation for that. Now it seems like the most dangerous part of the body is our face and mouth. Let your vagina and penis get some air. Let it out in the free. This is not the best. Uh, this is not the best day for me. Actually, it's called the bipolar circle, and we're locked inside this uh, circle of uh, bipolarity. And uh, today, trying to be. Oh, I'm so happy.
1: Dark pit of darkness in the hole of darkness.
0: Pit of darkness, trying to dig myself out. Thank you for listening to our show uh, and. In this in this uh, program, we will talk a little bit about our project La Manzana Podrida, and uh, we will invite uh, some friends that has been part of uh, both Fakfo Forest and the ecological part La Manzana Podrida to share a little bit light about what we're doing, being stuck here in the ecological paradise uh, while leaving behind our beautiful life of orgies and uh, somehow to dig in dirty ground and plant plants there. Uh, how that happened and how we are uh, appreciating that, if you're interested in that, you can follow this show and we will uh, also get more uh, people on our show in the future talking about sex and nudity and... uh, uh, Yeah, so we will get more people on the show uh, expressing artistic expressions or uh, beautiful or disgusting things uh, connected to pornography or sexual life. In general, uh, we will also talk about other bullshit things. So. And uh, remember that uh, we are very, very happy for that you are listening, if you are, and please follow our show and yeah.
1: I don't know what we're talking about, introductions. Maybe you should
0: listen to what I'm saying instead of just sitting thinking about your own stuff so you have something to say back to me or?
1: To say back, we're just doing an introduction here to our show. So we are just here in the dusty town, in the pit of darkness trying to figure out what to do next. And we are very happy about you listening to our show and we hope you continue listening. This is just the beginning. We have guests coming and...
0: There will be more sex. We already have got a lot of uh, angry emails to our show about that uh, they expected it to, since we are fuckforforest.org. Uh, uh, we should be more sexual and do more sexual stuff. And we are. We we uh, did the mistake. I uh, admit we did uh, the first show way too little sexual for, for us also. We have our website and I will make some photos of you now with the... Uh, with uh, there, like expressing your sexuality with the microphone. So if I can just make some photos. Okay, so you.
1: I'm now supposed to uh, undress. Is that the idea?
0: Bullshit reality doesn't work in the way I wanted to work. Can it s- now start to work as I wanted to work right now? And everything that I do is going to work magically without any complications. One, two, three. You don't have a card inside. Yeah, I have a card inside. It says it's locked, but it's not.
1: Uh, so for you that are listening now, um, we're going to demonstrate how to make photos uh, in a studio. Okay. Where it uh, worked.
0: We we um, for doing that now. Uh, you can uh, later see these photos of Leona showing her vagina, showing her pussy for you or for me right now uh, with her microphone uh, doing her show at the same time.
1: You can hear me. You can hear the clicking, and here I am standing, almost butt naked, vagina and tits out at least. Didn't expect this, so I haven't made myself very sexy for this.
0: You're I always sexy, Ilona. There uh, you
1: can see my butt.
0: I can see your ass. Great. Can you push it out so I can see a vagina between it there? Oh, yeah. yeah because when a woman bends in front, it's kind of interesting, like, look how the vagina kind of, like, sticks out under the ass.
1: So you can now see it sticking out?
0: Yeah, I can see it halfway. The more you go down with the body, the more it sticks out there, yeah.
1: Fucking have to practice some yoga again.
0: So this is the type of yoga. So for you people who want to see those photos now, it will be a lot more on the website. It's uh, over 15 years of our friends, of people we meet impulsively, having fun with sex and nudity, all to save nature. So please visit fuckforforest.org if you want to see Leona doing this radio show for you with showing that little part of her pussy sticking out uh, from her ass when she bent forward.
1: Well, the next show actually I can sit naked if that is pleasing our listeners.
0: Yeah, we will also in the future mayb- maybe make more live uh, direct shows also m- with, with you. This is a very little uh, kind of experimental... Uh, training period for podcasting and we are uh, we will use that as a way of developing ourselves.
1: Don't we have got a sponsor that is sponsoring us in this show already and uh, sexual toys?
0: We have got sexual toys and sponsorship already for doing some funny stuff. Uh, It will be some uh, reviews of sex toys and also organic vegetables as uh, comparing it to the modern plastic oriented sex toys you can actually use Vegetables. I tried to fuck some vegetables now. You can see it on Twitter, actually, uh, not so many months ago, where I tried out different uh, tropical fruits uh, for sexual pleasure, and it was fine.
1: Uh, My favorite vegetables is still
0: carrot. Carrot is a very... mm, uh, What about cucumber? That's usually in different sizes, no?
1: The taste of it, and I like the shape of it.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah, for you that uh, like cucumbers and uh, carrots, you can also use it in salads. So, until we put it up our body openings, have a great fucking birthday. Happy birthday! It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. About ourselves, we are talking about our journey through fuck forest and how we ended up in Mexico, how we ended up with doing Manzana Podrida and we have a visit in our little studio from a Mexican woman that I myself met in uh, in Tinder and it led to that we made uh, a nice video in a small dirty hostel in Oaxaca City Uh, So you that didn't try Tinder, you can use it for so many ways. I used it to make pornography to save nature, and that made me happy because I bought the telephone. I don't want a smartphone. I don't want it. And then I realized this is a way to reach people now. And that was just after I bought the smartphone and I tried the Tinder and that she helped that kind of if you think about that pornography is money, but this time for rainforest. I kind of, I, I felt like I, I saved back all the money on the phone for getting help in that moment. It kind of justified in some way buying this fucking technological crap that I kind of regret about right now. But still, we kind of continued to have a friendship relationship. And we still are kind of connected to each other. She's uh, now, yeah going in the wrong direction of uh, trying to be an artist? Uh, uh, come <laughs> <on. clears throat> well, okay, Oaxaca <laughs> city is like the arts art center of <laughs> Mexico and she fell in love with that place and it's like not interesting to plant uh, vegetables <laughs> in Manzana Podrida and show her little vagina to save nature was not enough. I
2: show my vagina
0: for save nature. Okay, Okay, Leona has been following her tracks in Oaxaca, like hooking up with some of her like horny artist friends. I haven't seen too much of it on the Fuck for-, for Forest website, but maybe later. Now it seems like these people also are kind of like political leftists. Thank you uh, for helping us, uh, and thank you for being here in the studio. I will try to go back in the setting right now. Maybe you want to talk to our anonymous friend. I don't even know (laughs) if she... This project, Fuck for Forest, is difficult sometimes. Like, you don't know... Sometimes you don't know if people call themselves things for artistic reasons or because they want to keep their identity somehow obscured. Since, Since I'm pretty proud about being an erotic activist, Now we're in Latin America and here family-oriented things are difficult, but still, this woman is kind of a really open-minded, cool girl, so, okay, thank you for being here.
2: Thank you, Tommy. (laughs) My parents get crazy when they discover that my pussy was in Twitter and (laughs)
0: in Fuck for Forest. (laughs) You had your pussy in Twitter also?
2: Yes, in the page.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what folk for Forest should be used for, actually. It's a kind of ed- educational tool. If you want a change in society, okay, society seems to be pretty rotten from the inside. That's why we chose to call our place Manzana Podrida. That means the rotten apple. And we feel society is somehow rotten and we have to shame some, some values. And you can't do that without pushing some borders. It's the same with women rights, gay rights, any kind of way of being able to be yourself without feeling bullied or threatened somehow have consequences. And I think it's good for your parents to, to <laughs> see your vagina on the internet like that, make them open up or hate you even more. You have some experience with that with your parents, no,
1: I have some experience with that. When we started for Forest, my parents had no clue about what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really mind telling them either because I'm over 18. I'm living my life. I don't care what they're thinking anymore. I do my life. But then we did a performance in (coughs) Norway and we had sex on the stage. And of course, it became a big thing. And it was in newspapers everywhere, also in Sweden, where my parents lived. And they found out through the newspaper. My father went in total shock. (laughs) He refused to talk to me for many weeks, I think even months. And before he uh, calmed down, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're (laughs) still my daughter. I love you, and... I don't agree with what you're doing, but... And your grandmother... My grandfather cutted me out from the family for some time. Like, I was not allowed to go there and visit them. But in the end, like, after some years, uh, I went there anyway, and he was very, uh, very friendly.
0: Really, really friendly. That's that's so nice, no? Basically, Leona's father found out by buying the newspaper. I heard a sister talking a story. He went in to buy stuff in the shop, and he came back only with the newspaper, and went into the car saying nothing. His sister tried to say what happened, and he said nothing, just driving back. Could be that it was because Leona was on the front newspaper fucking me on the stage together with a rock (laughs) band. Could be other reasons.
1: Most likely.
0: Yeah, so Fuck for Forest makes conflicts and confusion sometimes because, yeah we're not supposed to be naked, we're not supposed to show our body, we're just supposed to show a very disgusting consumer society with disgusting politics and all kind of shit that is kind of accepted around us all the time while our body still is not kind of accepted enough to to play around with and joke around with. And porn is kind of the final frontier in art also since like uh, in art nudity has been accepted since the dawn of time and naked... Cultures and naked paintings have been a part of what people have related to to art and then it's the sexual part that has somehow become like pushed into a dark corner where mostly abusing people have dared to take that subject because they could make enough money on it to actually just like fuck that moral i can make money on it and then fuck for forest would try to change that by showing that sex is great and you can do good things with it and i think it's a very important education for parents out there and i think more people if you listen to this and you find the project interesting please contact us on uh, fuckforforest.org write an email to fff at muralpro.com, and uh, please send us photos and videos and then Yeah, we can help to make a nice presentation video for your family, if you want that, especially if you want to give something like in a wedding gift or something, we can make those photos more interesting for your wedding party, your birthday party, Christmas, whatever. It's important to use what you have to create a little bit of riot around you and not just lay down and masturbate in the darkness, no?
1: I remember that we send your parents, your mother, a Christmas card once with us naked as Adam and Eve.
0: She was always kind of confused about what we were doing. She first hated it a lot, and then she realized that a lot of her friends actually liked it, and then she got better. And I realized the only reason why she was so against it was mm-hmm. just because of the how she had to feel with her friends, basically. <laughs> and when they were okay, no, it's re- that's really cool, oh, it was really tough that... F- fucking with a rock star band on stage. Oh, they were cool, no? And I, she was like, okay, maybe maybe it was not so bad. And I realized also that Norway, compared to many other places, like in Russia with Pussy Riot, ended up in jail because of the church thing. Something we did later, we did uh, try to, or people connected to Fuck for Forest, uh, went into a church and tried to make love or fuck each other on the altar together with the priest and... And they didn't really manage to do that, put that thing inside the other thing thing. But <laughs> they they managed to kind of start to do like some like put mouth on on dick and stuff like this. Priests even find it funny, <laughs> and the whole media in Norway was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Not whatever it, was. it came in the new. It was front newspaper and stuff, and we we got it rocking somehow. Yeah, thank you, Norway and the Church of Norway. I got pretty pretty positive, surprised about their reaction. There was a female priest in the church that day from Asia, and she had like, in the end, they asked her, because she was talking about it on the media, and they asked, yeah, what did you really think about it? And she was like, yeah, you know, being a priest is, you have to put yourself into some kind of a situation where you present this holy texture for the people, and it's like a holy state, like holy, holy state, state you're in. So we popped her out of that a little bit, but then she said in the in the same sentence, like in the end, like yeah, but I I think they yes. I think I think <laughs> they did it for good in a good spirit intention intention but that was the problem because my intention was good, but the uh, the people that went in the church I don't think they had a good intention, so the the magic got kind of broken I think, but we did do it for good intention. myself did it for good intention. We did it to stand up for. Uh, Priest that got thrown out of the church because he had written a book about sex in the Bible. And the government of Norway had a church, and, and government was one. So Norway claimed to have freedom of expression, something you could see that did not if you're a priest. So I was not supposed to talk on this show.
1: No, but it seems like you like talking, no?
0: I met this girl in Oaxaca on uh, Tinder. We had a really good time saving nature together (laughs) and later she came with her boyfriend and I have no sexually free open mind. I I I tried to come there there to Manzana Padrita in my face like that, like bringing her new boyfriend (laughs) and then I have to, I'm like, okay, great. But it's nice. <laughs> the boyfriend is nice also. Just not op- not want to have like free, we don't have any orgies. So she lives there like a year maybe. Five months. Okay, f- half a year then. <laughs> and then in those <laughs> half a year we never have an orgy. We never. That's what? weird uh, for me. And then uh, later she comes with a picture she painted of me and her ah, yeah. dancing in the bed in Oaxaca City, <laughs> and that is. <laughs> it's great. a beautiful painting. Yeah, it's a really nice painting, and she's a very talented. Uh, a painter and she's uh, getting better and better. And uh, why did you leave Manzana Podrida?
2: Uh, because uh, because it was really hard to live with my ex-boyfriend. Uh, you know, well, he was doing to anyone. No, but we didn't have a really good relationship. You know that.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I I, 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 I know ha- you are very young, so you have a lot of years more to realize that all people. Like my realization, getting older, is that more. I realized all people suck, including myself. Real- yes. We are so lost, we are so egocentric. Very few relationships works out. It's really easy to blame your partner for stuff. And in the end, the only person that makes conflict is your own mind, I think, everywhere. I've been so disappointed by a big variety of friends and lovers through time, and it doesn't get better.
2: I have choices, you know, like live without him and be calm and happy that
1: it's what it happened when i leave him no i only remember they were supposed to go for christmas and then we never Uh, saw them again yeah because my my
2: grandmother died
1: yeah
0: they were supposed to just go for christmas and they never came back (laughs) <laughs> and that yes, uh, still haven't
2: come back. Come, <laughs> come, back like once, like two days now. That's the something? thing.
0: Like we started Manzana Podrida as a kind of experiment because we were so tired of the modern world, and we have so many friends, alternative friends, and artists <laughs> and stuff like people who <laughs> think they're special, think they're like oh yeah I really got it ah oh, yeah they don't say they're better than others. And now I hear that it's part of the arts scene here in Mexico to call each other like maestra and maestro. <laughs> and if That's they so don't funny. say that, you're like, I know, like, rude. So, it's like, okay, it's a lot about the ego, no? So then it's all these people like, yeah, saving the planet, yeah, if I had the place to grow my shit, I would be everything. But you know how boring it is? That decadent lifestyle of just buying shit whenever you want and go and have a party and th- fuck people that you meet randomly and not have any kind of like, you don't need to follow it up or you can fuck them over. You can be really mean and doesn't matter because you more the next day you meet someone else that don't know them. It's not like a tribe where you like fuck around with one person and everyone knows you're a fucker. You can just, you can fuck around with a whole group of people and just change the whole group. That's people are, yeah, yeah, save nature, I live in a community. I got crazy from it also, but I still know it's the right thing. Since we had so many people in Berlin that said that, um, I think maybe two people visited us in six years.
1: Well, but I know a lot of the activists in, uh, that helped us in Berlin. Not a lot, but there is activists that helped us in Berlin that have farms in Germany, in Spain, that have moved other places. It's not like they had to come to Manzanano. No,
0: no but who do you know?
1: One <laughs> German guy, Rafael, and then the guy, what is he called, Carlos? He's oh yeah? also living on farm. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. So there is people that helped for us that they man, didn't manage to get the whole way to Mexico, but they also they also managed to get out of the city.
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. we had a kind of hoped a little bit to, to recreate one of this. What we did in Berlin would have a little bit more sexual activity a part of our lifestyle. Also, what they ended up with was that we have become more traditional, I think, and we just become more and more like tired of big groups of people because those people in berlin also was kind of fake in the end even if we made a lot of nice stuff for for forest uh, they're not really meaning what they're saying so some of them do and the people you mentioned it was kind of people with that kind of attitude i guess
1: yeah there was a lot of people like this in fact for forest it was not only decadent party people (laughs) there was some like nice people in between
0: so positive you certainly are about people me yeah
1: no, I'm just saying that just because they didn't come to La Manzana doesn't mean that they didn't follow their dream. That was what I meant.
0: Yeah, you are listening to radio and uh, Leona says, remember to follow your dream and not uh, <laughs> give up uh, on the road because you will turn out bitter. Yeah. Well,
1: sometimes if you follow your dream, it is not ending up well anyway. So
0: It's not all the time the dream was exactly. Uh, it's like to dream it and to be it.
1: But at least you followed it. Yeah. Like, to the end, and then you realize, fuck, my dream was stupid.
0: The thing with reality is, like, when you get... Yeah, it, my
1: dream is stupid, but it's funny. Hmm.
2: What's your dream? When you
0: catch your dream, <laughs> man, what? Yeah.
2: Paint and, and that.
1: <laughs> but that's what you're doing, no? That's what I'm saying.
0: And when you're tired of that, you have to find something new, and then you get tired of that, and then you have to find something new, and then you die. <laughs> and then, it's like, catching that dream was not so easy. Or, did you manage to catch a dream ever, Leona?
1: Yeah, but I guess like when you catch the dream, it changed into something else and you chase a new dream.
0: Our dream was to make like an ecological project by ourselves, not only give the money away that we did for 10 years. We wanted to be part of the ecological development. What I learned is that I've been a very big dreamer and a very big asshole in many ways, very judgeful, very simplifying reality because I lived in a safe, nice place where where I could just do what i want without consequences here in mexico is different like people are, are more real it's more real reality it's not berlin it has
1: consequences you mean
0: everything has consequences yeah let's go and grow something you yeah, have to grow something it's okay to grow some plants of salad or grow something but if you're going to be sustainable like grow enough to have food all the time you have to constantly water and take care of and weed and I know my grandmother did this and it's some kind of like, you have to have a certain type of structure on it, follow a certain type of plan. Suddenly if you take, oh yeah, let's go to the beach and like fuck around for two weeks, okay, all your plants are dead. Take a whole, no, you can't have a holiday, sorry, your plants, Or oh, if you want food from nothing or from your own hands, you also have to dedicate yourself to that. And that is something many free like alternative people in Berlin don't realize it's not like growing food is like not like going to the bio market and also working with people is not like oh yes yeah, a community no <laughs> maybe before but you see like the biggest com- community oriented societies in the world also went into some type of fascism we are not in the same tribe even if we make a community of different people from different places that pretend they share some kind of we want away from the modern society. It's like serial killers want to get away from the modern society. Really? I think so.
1: I don't know s- so many serial killers mm. personally. If they want to get away from it or they just using it or if they just... As in the end we didn't manage to grow any vegetables either.
0: We'd managed to grow some stuff. And Potatoes. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, and some, cool. some carrots
0: and we have a lot of apples and pears it's and something. things. Something. <laughs> we have wild growing things in the forest that I know I can eat I think I can survive for a month or two uh, if chaos breaks out. Then I just just bury down a lot of opium, and I know, like, okay, I have two months with food, and then I will die. Then I will, like at least have like a safety net. I think it's easier that than actually getting sustainable.
1: People living where we are living that are sustainable. Yeah, but
0: that's the thing. Also, they like are like- real people. Yeah, the people that lives there are super. Rude sometimes, not everyone, but our, some of our neighbors are like lying, stealing, animal mistreating pieces of shit, actually, in my eyes, but they're still very much like the countryside people in Norway where I grew up and I was like, fuck this, I go to the city and then I ended up in Berlin where I actually felt kind of home, you know? I mean, like, okay, I can be like myself here without consequences. The cool thing with where we live that I can still be myself there without too much. People accept us as being weird and ourselves and do your thing and I do my thing. But I see these people that I would would be like before looked down at somehow because I came from that. My father is a farmer and stuff and I got tired of these countryside idiots that were Beat you up because you smoke a joint or something—something something that doesn't happen in the mountain where I live now. So I can accept it more. They don't bully me on the same things that I had to deal with when I was a kid. So then I'm actually be able to live there, no? I don't get like people following me or investigating me for everything. But still, I see this woman, for example, is is a neighbor, and small and fucked up by life, being able to survive. You know, she's a survivor, and that makes me feel like an idiot. All my knowledge and education is just bullshit because what can i do for her like okay install a new operative system on her computer she don't have but she can survive now when the corona crisis is and people lose their job and stuff these people don't lose their job because their job is working the land and that land is still there and it's actually easier for them now because they don't have that temptation of that the outside world is so like interesting What is on us one time they saw television when they were in a friend's house somewhere with electricity. Okay, we can relax now because the world outside is dangerous and we still have food. I I, I, I will go and shoot some Mexicans out on the street right now. <laughs> not because they're Mexicans, just because they're people. And then because here you can do that and get away with it. So that's also a cool thing. Don't living not Mexico. bad to I'm not being bad, I'm just going out a little bit.
1: Ah, hello. <laughs> Hola. How you met? Yes, Tinder is a good place for meet people. Yeah, I haven't had so much success yet, but I will try it again.
2: But we do, because you're trying with Mexicans. Yeah,
1: I'm in Mexico, come on. Yeah,
2: but they are,
1: I don't know, weirdos. Okay, so you hooked up with Tommy because he was not a Mexican? No, because he has a really nice hat in, her, in his photo. Really? Yes okay and then you met him on the street no he he invited me to a bar Mm. yes and
2: we take only one beer and then it's more greed have sex (laughs) wow that went fast
1: (laughs) yes you know tell me work (laughs) fast. I also know you (laughs) yes okay and then um, he told you about fuck for forest before you had sex for the first time or I don't remember if
2: he told me Before or after the sex. He he showed me your photos. While you had sex? Uh, Yes, kind of. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that sounds like a cool project. Yeah, but we were speaking in Spanish, so I didn't understand, like, all. But it looks nice. (laughs) And you wear, like, a purple or orange wig. Wow
1: let's see maybe one year after after no. you met
2: no it's more like two years maybe because i was 18 wow
1: three years three years since yeah. you met for the first time you told your parents at once or <laughs> no never they, they never told them
2: Conservativos conservadores <laughs> yeah.
1: i didn't tell my parents either yeah. they found out through the newspaper though
2: yeah no they i think they saw it in twitter maybe but i think my uh, cousins tell them huh. or something because i show my face it's like mm. i really don't have a lot of care with that topic I post naked photos everywhere so but it's easy because I don't live with them. So they are they only say like do whatever you want but I don't want to see your <laughs> your crazy life, please. So they're kind of cool then in the end. My mom was like really excited to meet you because yeah. you are a porn star. Wow. For my family. Uh. She told my to my father, and they have a call, like, talking about it. And my my father was like, tell me, tell me how, how it, how Leona looks (laughs) in (laughs) real."
1: So she came from this big, big city to the countryside of Mexico with no electricity, with nothing. (laughs) Yes. She lasted around six months.
2: Yeah, and it, like... I never been in a place like that before, you know, it was really new for
1: me. To live my dreams but around like around six months most people
2: give up. I'm sorry (laughs) Leona. I'm so sorry. But planning to come back to the manzana but because I leave a lot of things a lot of my stuff in there, so it's not it's not a lie. But the life is strange.
1: Five ah.
2: years with no electricity or. But La Manzana Flaida looks really, really, really beautiful. And now it's totally different, like mm-hmm. this other place. Yeah, I want to do some art classes for children because I think before I was too useless. So
1: you think you have been growing and improving yourself?
2: Yeah, because when I was there, I was really young and I didn't have idea what to do. <laughs> uh oh. I really like 4 for forest, and um, when I was in Ecatepec, Ecatepong, I always wanted to make photos, but my boyfriend, oh, he always was like, I don't want to have sex tonight, Wow! so I uh, started to do like my own photos alone, <laughs> I have a few fans, I feel like a porn star, <laughs> yeah, you kind of are, but it's more
1: like an ecological porn star,
2: yeah, it's really cool, <laughs> Mm. Yeah, and it helped me a lot for accept, accept my body. I, I think it changed my mind and even my body when I l- learned how to, to get out my fears about my body. I don't know, it helped me a lot, a lot, a lot.
1: I also yes. know that you also make like naked portraits of yes. yourself and your lovers, no? Yes,
2: I start before I meet Tommy. To make like these photos, make it photos, but only like for me. And then when I saw the project, I was like, ah.
1: Look at my lover and you show me like
2: a drawing. Yeah. From your okay, I like to, to have like the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I also like it like many times now when I'm like feeling alone. I'm looking at the website and I'm like, oh, oh yes thinking
2: back about two times and like... Mm. It's really cute. It's really cute to have photos and, or something to remember your lovers. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, yes. I really like to make uh, paintings about it. Yeah, but uh, a lot of guys don't want to show his faces
1: in... It's a
2: very, not sorry to say it's a very Mexican thing, though. No, but it's like foreigners, Mexicans. Yeah, because when I lived in Berlin, I never had
1: that problem.
2: Or or his body, you know, they only want to show the dick.
1: It's like very personal.
2: I I feel sad when I see (laughs) that. Like, uh, (laughs) Yes, the main reason is like, oh, my family, I don't want my family to see this. My brother, my sister, Mm -hmm. my grandmother, but it's like this. And in Oaxaca, they a lot of people are still conservative.
1: Well, it's still better than other places in Mexico, I think. Mm,
2: yeah, it could be worse. Nah, there are people like the the lady of the Panoramica <laughs> who hates me.
1: Now we have the coronavirus, and it will wipe out the older generation and give a new space <laughs> for the younger. <laughs> generation of Mexicans that can change the culture to something more liberal and more sexual open-minded.
2: Thank you, coronavirus.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so we're hoping for a brighter future. Except for Mexico City, Oaxaca is the place where they changed the law that it's uh, abortion is now illegal. You can't eat candy, sugar if you're under 18. I mean, they're kind of progressive with certain things.
2: Yes, yeah, certain,
1: certain things, yeah. And you found other uh, people that helped Fuck Forest using Tinder?
2: Yes, yes, a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so we had live shows together in Oaxaca.
2: Yes, like two, yeah. three.
1: Two. One with a vibrator, yeah. one with a... Yeah. yeah, but we
2: have really nice mm-hmm. moments.
1: <laughs> Pekaru will be back soon again and then we will talk more.
2: Yes, thank you for inviting me.
1: We are going to talk about addiction in our next next
2: show. Okay. Uh, do you have any addictions? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe salt. <laughs> yes. Is that an addiction. I'm really addicted. Uh, now I'm less, but I maybe I call <laughs> <alcohol. laughs> cigarettes. Uh, with more. That's all. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Try to get some new addictions the next okay. time we see you. Okay. So,
1: okay. I new addictions and. Uh, I will
2: try it for you guys. <laughs>
0: Thank you Pecado for uh, joining our show and now I will use my magic uh, skills to dematerialize me and fly up to our ecological project in the mountains that is uh, 1 hour from our Cobolike city studio and do an interview with Finn that is an uh, expert on multimedia and ecology. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: hey Finn. <laughs> hey. And we are talking about create a new life in nature, going away from the modern world and how uh, complicated or nice and beautiful and paradise like it is. Uh, It has complications and... It has beautiful sides, just like life. It's impossible to escape this. uh, people. You'd think you can get it better, but you can only get it better to feel even more miserable when you lose it again. I'm trying to have it worse now because I I think if I try to have it much worse, then maybe the universe will reward me with forcing good things upon me instead of me trying to force good things upon me. And then I get disappointed. So new tactic. Um, some people say you should be in the middle I have a little bit problem with this now I'm back in Manzana Podrida the uh, center me and Leona made with money from pornography where we collected over fuckforforest.org please check out the website Uh, please follow our show we will try to get more interesting interviews Uh, this is a a good friend that also is a multimedia expert and expert in uh, society's development of madness why the fuck are we here in the middle of nowhere on the mountain in mexico while people are celebrating crazy orgies in other places where we run away from as for forests. before i i could have been on the fucking oh, oh shit it's corona time everyone is isolated and can't touch each other sexuality has become like the most difficult thing to do now if you don't have a body suit kind of thing maybe that's the thing to sell That's something we should promote or kind of make, no? Body suit sex. Body suit sex, like total condom with some kind of mask (laughs) thing integrated (laughs) in the system. So you can just take the whole thing on. And now humanity has to hide their face. You people that uh, are used to hiding your body in general, like uh, all the other parts of your body, should think about... uh, Is it so much worse to have to hide your face? I find some people really ugly, just like you find a penis or a vagina or tits ugly. I find human beings super ugly and I find it really nice that they wear a face mask, but maybe it should be allowed to take the other parts of the clothes as a compensation because hiding the whole body is kind of boring. And I think you can at least be a little bit more erotic kind of tension, uh, positive tension in the society, uh, removing the clothes, keeping the face mask. Okay, and we will talk about Manzana Podrida. The bipolar uh, to you, uh, my new friend and visitor here in the Manzana Podrida studios. Actually, we're not in our studio. I'm without Leona right now, interviewing one of the pioneers of exploring living without comfort in the modern uh, world something we tried to create here in manzana podrida that was a place where human beings could come together and try to live outside the shopping mall how is that going for you
3: yeah for me it's i mean i'm not gonna say that it's it's everything's been roses and sunshine you do face problems along the, ro- along the way but uh, for me, it's more of a fulfilling lifestyle. I kind of, I f- I feel like I'm more. You need to be more connected, uh, to to like core things like nature, where we get our food from, where we get our water from. A lot of people don't don't even know that that you can just get water out of the ground or whatever, or fruit from the trees, you know. And I think to live in that completely shielded way of life it's not really living you know if if everything was to to go to shit and your shop and your local shop shut how long is it gonna be before before you can't feed yourself
0: yeah because one of the reasons why me and leona decided to leave our sexual heaven our hedonistic lifestyle of berlin where we basically lived our life uh, in sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And uh, not sinful, because we did it all to save nature and had a very good intention behind it. We did Fuck for Forest from Berlin, uh, where we had a kind of erotic community, basically having a lot of great sex and uh, parties to save nature. And then we decided that was boring, and we wanted to grow our own food, because I couldn't go to the biostore, the biological supermarket, and buy tropical fruits, biological, and somehow feeling it was some kind of uh, corruption of what I believed was sustainable. And so, okay, me and Leona decided to go and create Manzana Podrida. It's a small ecological project it's in the mountain of the Sierra Madre in Mexico, in uh, Oaxaca, Mexico, where we tried to make an ecological... We did... We didn't try. We did make an uh, ecological protected area. We uh, bought with the money we p- collected through pornography and uh, through having fun with sex. We we bought a piece of land here to to try to live sustainable and to protect the land. And uh, for us, it's been kind of a paradox of, uh, of uh, values. The values uh, that we do like to have fun. And we see that maybe... That's not time for that now I don't know how was your life? did you have a very good life before was it like you your life sucked you you come from London right
3: yeah i grew up <coughs> I grew up in London um no i had a i had like a kind of upper middle upper working class life like goods always had food on the table. Um, <clears throat> always had sheltered out like always had a warm house around me and I took these things for granted like to like as these were a normal thing and come in changing <clears throat> my country and changing my perspective it's hard to know that a lot of people in this world don't have that all the time you know and but actually that it, it kind of connects you more with the planet it's, it's like it's less cotton wool around you it's less sheltered living which actually equals a better quality of life and in It depends how you look at it, like quality of life where you're just happy and sheltered all the time or a life where you're living with life, like living with nature, with the elements and you feel the wind and you feel the rain and you utilise it. And for me, my life, my goal in life changed. I didn't want to just live a life where I just was cotton walled up and I wanted to be shaken about by the nature and kind of learn to live more sustainably and you feel more secure I think in in the long term that way.
0: Yeah, because uh, you told me you work with multimedia, you work with computer based work that seems to be maybe your education. Uh, How is it to deal with that in a place now you don't have electricity?
3: Yeah, it's really hard but it's something it's something that i'm i don't want to i don't want to be constrained to just that i want to be able to work with my hands and do other different different things and not just survive with a computer so it's difficult but it's good it's challenging and
0: i'm very confused i'm trying to find out because okay if i lived in a really boring life before in the modern world in that horrible babylon that some people would call it and I got the possibility to create this ecological paradise here in the mountains of Mexico. How would I think about it then, compared to that I lived extremely? If some people would enter the life of me and Leona in the time we lived in Berlin, they would never try. They would try to never leave from there. Here in Mexico, we experienced a lot of more problematic way of living. Maybe I learned more, but I'm trying. It was my orgasms. All those orgasms I had with multiple beautiful people. Was it worth to give all that up for living in a sustainable way here? I'm not even able to be sustainable. My Okay, I, my father is a farmer. He, I grew up on a farm, but I decided they let me, my father let me start to study theater instead of teaching me how to farm the land. Something he will pay in hell for later. But I now have to sit here with a kind of interest in saving nature or... But I can't even be happy myself with accepting that that's about taking care every single day about the garden. All the time water your plants, all the time take the weeds away, check that everything is alive. You go two weeks to do a crazy party or some performance art or some theater that I'm, my education is somewhere else. All the plants dies. So I'm in a kind of conflict of in a paradox, some kind of existential dilemma where my old life and my old structure of work what I need to, to, to be able to survive before and what I need to, to so how I need to survive here is very very different the pleasure you get when I see the people here the, the local people working the land their whole life they look also tired and it's not so easy is it to, to be sustainable if you come from the modern world have you do you have any hope of becoming that?
3: yeah, I definitely feel you there. I mean, it's a full time job to change your lifestyle like that, and um, the thing is you need a lot of people to be willing to give up that materialistic lifestyle, that cotton wool lifestyle to get their hands dirty, and then it's more fruitful if you've got more people there and more hands around to help but if it's just you or just your family, then then it's an everyday thing: just making the f- fire, keeping the house warm, making the food, making the just normal things, which takes you two minutes. In a in a Western society, you go to the shop, you have all your food ready for you, already packaged, already ready, seasoned, flavored. But here it will take a week to do that, you know. Like the Mexican mole, like the traditional mole dish, it, I think it takes a week or something or two weeks to, from start to end to prepare that whole dish, you know. And I, I don't think somebody could really get their head around that who comes from like a city lifestyle.
0: My my ego clearly told me that I could recreate some of the sexy creative and experimental lifestyle here in the mountains of Mexico while getting sustainable with beautiful, sexy people planting things. You see that beautiful body sticking up from the green. (laughs) You want to plant something, you decide to plant something else somehow or that I could combine that lifestyle, having that kind of freedom with my life with the freedom of living in a cleaner and more sustainable way. What I've seen is that many of these cool people, what I thought was cool people before, these sexy, nice people that we did make all these funny parties with are very addicted to those parties, to, to being in a city where things are simpler, to not have to struggle with taking care of plants. They have enough struggle with taking care of that one plant they have in their apartment that they forget to water. It's easier to remember that party and remember that social bubble of friends you have But what are we sharing? In Berlin, we were sharing each other's bodies. I know, but in the end, it seemed like we don't care so much about what people are doing because we're not doing the same things. People are working with their own things. I I always had this dream about people coming together, working with the same thing, working with trying to survive, but at the same time, because I always thought, thought that people were just, I thought that people were just having boring jobs because they thought they had to do it because they want to get fucked. That was what I thought all the time. That that was the whole process of, okay, I need money because I need to have that cool shoes or I need that cool car because then maybe I get fucked or uh, I'm so interesting, look at me, I have so many friends, then I will maybe get the person I want. That that person will find me more interesting also. All the time about sex, I thought. uh, I think we could have been able to combine it, but then I see many people are addicted to other things, they're addicted to the the flashy lights of a city. They're addicted to that simple way of getting the food, for example. Mm. Because I see here many pl- people here in the family, uh, the traditional families around here, have a very stereotyped relationship between man and woman, where ma- a woman is in the kitchen all day cooking. Mm-hmm. A man is in the field or working with stuff because it's an ongoing process to try to be sustainable. And in that moment many of us from the modern world also will just start to get into fights. like about who's going to cook and who's going to carry and who's going to (laughs) dig. So we already have problems with that. I see that uh, maybe it's for many modern people now just easier to stay in the city because we've been, it's just like an animal in a cage. Uh, If you let that animal out directly, it will die. Mm. So you have to have like a re, like a process of rehabilitation. For the animal, and some animals don't even are able to introduce to the wild again; they will die anyway. <laughs> so it's it's are we kind of like this animal from the cage of the modern city, trying to release ourselves, ending up starving and ending up having fights about who's going to cook or not, while other people around us look at us stupid. And they and I ask them, are you sustainable? They, yeah, sure. They have everything they need. If something will happen here now, more coronized area, the money will disappear. You can't go to the bio store to buy those organic bananas and that coffee. Mm. You have to grow it yourself in North Europe. Good luck. Then I think it's still maybe, maybe we, some people should think about the survival. But don't you also have an experience with people telling that they really would like to change their life, but they don't have really the interest. If you present them, oh, I I have a project, I have a place, you can come here and be be sustainable. You don't even need to collect money to create the fundament. We have all the fundament. You can come here, help us, and you have a new life. And uh, I seen that uh, in those five years we lived here, I think we got visited by three people. From the Fuck for Forest, ecological Fuck for Forest group in Berlin that many times talked about that if they only had the possibility to have something like this, they would change. But it's not crazy techno raves here every weekend with crazy pe- new people, All new people you can fuck all the time. It's probably... Maybe it's that. Maybe we're too boring with you, too few people. You have to make maybe like hundred and fifty sexy sexual open minded cool people living together so you all the time have some new people to get to know. Or else you will just start the same kind of bullshit issues with your partner as you would do with a girlfriend or someone like that or a friend you were with too long time. It just turn into conflicts.
3: You said it before where people It's a slow process where people need to break out of this, um, out of the society they live in because it's it's not natural. They're not they're not living. It's it's a hard process for them to break out because actually, like most people who live in cities, you could probably say they're borderline mentally ill because they're just in. When you're disconnected from nature. And you're constantly, like, chasing the next thing and constantly stimulated as well. You just go into your own head, you know, and and you may think, everyone knows, oh, yeah, maybe I want to go and live on a farm with nature and find myself or whatever. But, like, I feel so many people have got so many things also going on in their head that they think is right and they think they need to do or that it, they have to do to climb some social or, or or business ladder or something like that and they're like, oh, but I, if, if I could just do this and that before then, and then <clears throat> they never get around to actually going out to nature and living the life that they were dreaming to live but they can't live because it's like they're trapped, you know? Um, yeah,
0: then I want to say to everyone that is listening now, if you feel trapped and you want to participate in an ecological project, you can send us an application. Uh, it would be cool if you're both interested in for Forest and ecology, but also people that especially are interested in ecology. If you know something special, if you have a special skill, something you can help to make our project even better, we are interested in getting in contact with you uh, and our experience with the People is that people talk a lot more than they do. So when people say they want to get away from that horrible society, well, you are that horrible society when you live in it. When you buy anything from any store, when you do anything connected to it, you are it. So stop criticizing it if you don't do anything to try to change it. uh, I I don't know. I'm a double moral asshole myself. Right now I'm living in a city close to here because we needed internet and electricity to work with this podcast, for example, uh, I'm not seeming to be ready to only plant things all the time.
3: You have been here for six years, though.
0: I've been here for six years, and the, and the, 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 the border for people m- many times here is uh, people that comes from Mexico City, for example, that is one of the biggest cities in the world. Uh, I give them, they usually, when they're really, really tough and really, really want to change their life, and they come from a city where have no oxygen, I can't be there for, it's an interesting place to see, but it has no oxygen, it has no clean water, the infrastructure is about, I'm always amazed that it keeps together, every time I'm there, I'm wow, the traffic still functions, things still function, but it's on the border, it might just break at any moment. People I had people here today, for example, interested in the ecological part of Manzana Podrida and also maybe interested in Focco Forest, some sweet women that was visiting. And I got kind of aroused by their uh, interest in our project, but at the same time, kind of find it funny that they still want to go back to Mexico City. They still want to go. That's their home. That's where they feel safe. You still They come here because they have some kind of Fascination of what we're doing here, but they're still so extremely connected to their home, to their place, the place they th- where they have their friends, when they where they have the things they are used to, and it could be that. But I see people from the Me- from Mexico City coming here, wanna live, say they're gonna live here and help us out forever. Something that doesn't exist, and I don't believe in. But. I always give 3 months, 6 months is maximum for most people to be able to live without electricity and without uh, comfort and without the, that shop. Try to find things to entertain yourself uh, when you're not used to that seems to not be a human quality. Seems like we it seems like we're not that creative uh, actually. It seems that we've taken away all the stuff that already is made there for us to create in the moment of history we are. We kind of get numb and dumb and sit there as boring people because we don't know what to do anymore. We don't know how to play with that stick. We need a PlayStation. Which number is now? Five?
3: Yeah, five or six.
0: Okay, so we need that newest PlayStation. The oldest is not... It's just become like a stick already. Oh, you have a PlayStation 5 now. Uh, You have four. That's so primitive. You know, it's... In
3: a museum.
0: Yeah, it's in the museum. Totally uninteresting to play with it. And that's how society is developing. We get faster and faster bored even of the te- technical things we have around us we need a new mobile phone right away we need a new television a bigger one with higher resolution even if we got to a point where the, the your eyes can't really ex- see an even more higher resolution it's just become like a number now okay we take a double anyway you can't you can't have it clearer your eyes will not be oh, it's clearer than reality <laughs> yeah that's the way uh, this, that makes us very difficult for us to relax with just planting things I guess it's doesn't have uh, the same kind of uh, attraction as uh, all these modern things. Yeah. Okay. That was confusing. I don't know if we got any conclusion about manzana podrida and our ec- ecological project during that show. It's, what happened actually w- with us? What do you think about our ecological project? How did you feel about leaving that safe orgy oriented reality of uh, Berlin and now living as a farmer on the top of a mountaintop, not speaking the language? Do you have any positive and negative ideas about that?
1: I mean, I always dreamed about living on a small farm, no? So for that reason, it's very positive.
0: So what's the negative part?
1: Uh, The negative part, it's very isolating. We don't have electricity, internet, and sometimes I get abstinence.
0: That's why I got uh, kind of happy in the corona time, uh, realizing that the isolation we put ourselves in many years before the corona actually happened had educated us in some way handling isolation better than other people that we suddenly saw during the corona. And for me, it was suddenly like actually feeling better because suddenly I didn't have any option. Oh no, I can't can't go there where it's a funny party. There is no funny party. People are isolated in their apartments, in boring places. I'm on a very beautiful ecological space with a lot of fruits and a lot of very beautiful plants. And now I don't have to feel shit about not being there on that great sex party fucking people for forest. I can just focus on the ecological parts for me, the corona situation actually created more calmness with my situation and my fate being in this ecological paradise.
1: I mean, it wasn't one of the reasons why we started to hide out in the mountainous of Mexico. So because we've kind of waited for the doomsdays, the days where people went crazy.
0: Yeah, we, okay, we can admit uh, that. We kind of, on this doomsday cult uh, idea, in some way yes and some way not. But the society and the world in in itself started to look uh, that it wouldn't be so easy to fix it from the inside. So we thought, okay, let's make a safe place in the mountain. That ended up as our isolation bubble.
1: Yeah, and there we got stuck for five years. Not leaving.
0: <laughs> Been there a very long time now, and now we are here doing podcasts for you. And thank you for listening to this show about our a little adventure to end up on this ecological project in Mexico. And uh, please uh, support our website, facforforest.org. And uh, by doing that, you also support Manzana Podrida, our ecological project, and other ecological projects in the world. And please check out what we're doing with Manzana Podrida. And if you have any ecological skills, and want to come and help us, please uh, send us a application about uh, what you can do. And thank you for listening and to yeah, next day, if it's a next day, or if the world continues, continue to have a fucking great birthday.
1: Happy birthday, everyone.) <coughs>